and you take the onion and you throw it in the throw it in the pan. We got the rainwater. <laughs> I met my we husband today. Trendy. What's up? I met my husband today. Yes, we met Kelly's husband on TikTok <laughs> in the form of a, a competitive cook uh, named, Cajun I don't know, guy. he's a Cajun, Cajun gentleman Cajun from Philip. the bayou. <laughs> I did say on, on one of my dating profiles on the various apps, I was like interested in men who are missing teeth. Yeah, that's, go on down south. Yeah, or, I, always, or I feel like player. I always go for an, an eccentric teeth. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people, a lot of people are into like gap teeth or weird mm-hmm. teeth or like weird noses or something. I, I respect that. I think, I think it's because I wore braces for a long time. So now it's like when I see. It's a rebellion. It's a rebellion. So now when I see, yeah, an eccentric tooth, I'm I'm interested. Except for snaggle teeth I don't really like. Well, I say get on down to a Bruins game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, on up to a Bruins game. Um, get on up to a Bruins game. Go on now and get all. That's all right. I don't guy who's interested in watching the Bruins. Take the Cajun guy to a Bruins game. <laughs> That's you, then you're hedging all your bets. He'll get um, a bite for me. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Someone will be throwing a Slurpee. It's gonna be great. Um, hi everyone, and welcome to FOH. I'm Elaine Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And this is a service industry podcast most of the time. True. I mean, in spirit all of the time and, you know, in content, like often. I would say, often, more often, often than not. More, more often, often than, than not, not is, is I think, exactly the accurate <laughs> and I think number. We, we, we make a case for, you know, each time when it's a little bit of a, a thin thread. Mm-hmm. I think we can always get there. yeah i mean i think you know evolution this is this is natural this is natural what's happening yeah absolutely absolutely (laughs) um kelly how's it going i know you're not feeling well Yes, like everyone in New York, I have a cold slash allergies slash like whatever permutation of COVID can't be like tested for at the moment. And like, it's blah, in the blah, blah, blah. sewer water or whatever. Like, I don't even know if you were aware of this because it was like maybe hyper specific to New York, but there was like a variant that was like in mm. that was like more in your gut. And so it like wasn't. You couldn't really nasal swab for it, I guess. That's, I don't believe that. And people that. were saying that. And then it was like, I was like, I don't know. Maybe you all just have the runs. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Eat some yogurt. <laughs> or like Bethany says, like, eat some rice. It'll lock you right up. <laughs> Does Bethany say that? Yeah. When they're in Cartagena. Oh, such good advice. No, Ramona must say that. You know what? It might have been Jill in, in, when they were in Morocco. Jill, it's, I was going to say, when you did that accent, it sounds like Jill. <laughs> yeah. But you should eat. Yeah. Have some. Listen to the women who know. Eat some rice. <laughs> eat some rice. Because in Cartagena, yeah. famously, they're all like shitting themselves. And Bethany like cannot. She's locked up. And she mm, goes, classic. Yeah. <laughs> classic for that personality type. Yeah. 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 Speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. kidding. <laughs> um, it's not and whereas kind of I'm the I'm the one who's just shitting in the hall in Cartagena <laughs> or whatever. 
We won't talk about... I, I just have to say, and I already talked to Kelly about this, but I I had like a... I was pretty depressed last week because it was just... I, I've been fine with the rain so far here, but it's just like... It, it, it was just one day too many, and I was like, okay, yeah. I need it to stop. Like, I cannot have... I cannot be freezing and wet every single fucking day. Like, this is enough. It's enough. It's April. It's late April. Yeah. Stop. Anyways, but I was watching my favorite arc that I mentioned before of the Real Housewives in um, in Mexico, in season like nine, I think, and those three episodes should have won like a Peabody Award or something. Like I don't yeah. like it was those are genuinely like I cry. Yeah, laughing. that should have won like the Mark Twain something, like multiple sort of I don't know. Pulitzer, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, awards. Pulitzer, get the committee. Pulitzer, in. I think would would work. Um, Pulitzer but would work it, for me, just if you don't, you know what? I even think you could drop in during those episodes, absolutely, and it would still be, it would hold up. It would hold up. Anyways, I highly recommend if you're in a in a slump, just just hold up and like block out because five hours, just to like set the scene a like a little bit, just a little context if you do want to drop in. So Bethany Frankel owns the skinny girl margarita corporation mm-hmm. and so they go to mexico ostensibly to like test different tequilas that would be like then bottled as skinny girl as if it's not made with malt liquor but whatever yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. you're it's it's a suspension of disbelief <laughs> and the women get drunker it's like you know how like there was a piece that was circulating this week that was like <clears throat> kind of like rehashing the the toxic like girls gone wild like uh-huh. these women are drinking a level that like girls gone wild like would have killed wish. they, they would have those girls would be Natalie Holloway uh, dead in a ditch and <laughs> <laughs> but also the thing that takes it a, a next step is that those women also all have multiple prescriptions oh yeah they do you know and they're all pill swapping and so just add that also into like an entire day of tequila and that show makes me feel so good about myself because i'm like i'm like not even in a comparison way i'm just like okay so like 30 years from now i can straight up be hot and weird and wasted and it's actually fine Absolutely. Like, it's funny. And it's it's cool. It's funny, and it's fine, and, like, my family will be, like, fine with it. It's my... And ultimately, my family will have to decide for themselves (laughs) to accept it or not. And they will accept it. They will choose it. Um, Um, Yeah, I mean, a bit, like, Southern Charm, which is another Bravo show, they kind of recently had, like, a whole kind of grappling with the Adderall addiction of, like, all the main cast. Look, that's just... I pray it never comes for New York. I pray that coverage never comes for New York. No, they've skirted around multiple issues. They have a a special pact on that show, you know, where they don't talk about drugs. They've all just been, like, golden handshake, we don't do it, which I think Mm -hmm. is necessary. Um... Gotta keep hitting my fucking microphone. Okay. Um <clears throat> do you moving back moving back into territory that is relevant to this podcast? Um, do you have a service story, Kelly, or were you just so sick that it was all blended into one like I, I like pretty much that, but um I yeah, I was like 
sick this week and I worked five days this week. And so like what happened? I really have no idea. <laughs> like yeah. it's all just like, like it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it was an undulation. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, um, so now that I'm like the head bartender, like part of it is just like, breaking down a lot of fruit and then like figuring (laughs) out how to use it later yeah it's like you know like we had rhubarb this week so it was like processing a bunch of rhubarb like we have all this like citrus from citrus season so it's like Mm -hmm. making a bunch of marmalade like yeah just like stuff like that and so my boss had bought quince 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 however you say that what is a quince what is a quiche Sorry, that's from White Men Can't Jump. Um, and yes, yes, Rosie Perez, sure. Um, uh, and so on Monday, so like mon- like a week ago tomorrow, I was at like the, the opening, the curtains opened on me being sick. Mm. I went in to make a, a quince jam mm-hmm. that took so long. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever like tried to do that. Um, a jam specifically? No, I made marmalade, but I've not made a, a jam. Well, quince are like sort of they're like related to like apples and pears, but they're like much um like firmer and they're mm-hmm. like covered in this fuzz. Okay. And then also the seeds are completely irregular throughout the fruit. So it literally took me two hours to break down the fruit into like, and then into a fine dice to like make it into a jam. And then I was like showing it to the pastry cook at this restaurant because I was like, I genuinely like don't know what to do with it. And also like, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do if my boss likes it because it took so long to make. And if I have to like duplicate it, I'll kill myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she was like, genuinely, she was like, I am really impressed you got anything to be this texture. (laughs) And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Because like, essentially I thought, because it is related to apples and pears. I thought it was going to like break. So I read this, I just did the classic thing of like, you read a bunch of recipes and then you just kind of like Mm -hmm. go with a vibe. And so I put in like the processed fruit and then like water and sugar and like Mm -hmm. some seasonings and stuff. And then, so it essentially like, candied the fruit because the fruit didn't like begin to break down as I expected it to okay and so it's like half jam half like candied like pieces I don't think you are in any danger of having to replicate that every week no I wouldn't think so (laughs) I don't think so um and and I did tell my boss I was like um, I was like, just throw it out on a day when I'm not here because I was like, if I have to watch you do that, I will cry. Mm-hmm. So I was like, just yeah. do it, like just remove it. Yeah, yeah, just uh, escort it off the premises. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like in the olden days, like if you gave birth to a baby that was like deformed, and they would just say the baby died, but they would take it to like an institution. Mm-hmm. That's my jam. He's a deformed baby. That's my jam. <laughs> Babies are taken. <laughs> uh, 
good. That is funny. Well, um, R.I.P. I mean... I hope that Jam enjoys its life on the shelves of a quaint little country store with all the other jams. <laughs> um, well, you know what? This, you know, Benjamin Franklin never got anywhere by just not trying, you know, new things. That is so true. Thank you for reminding me of that, Lillian. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me of that. No and problem. what was his sign? Oh, and now what was his sign? I, I, he strikes me as, uh, let's see, a tinkerer. What is that? Yeah. Uh, Sagittarius. Um, uh, yeah. Well, he certainly was a, a chatterbox. Hmm. Which is Sag vibes. Yeah. Me. And well, let's see. He was kind of a dog. Um, yeah. Took a lot of risks, right? Yeah. Uh, Aries. Could be Aries. Could be Aries. I mean, or an Earth sign. I don't know. I feel like he uh, really put his nose to the grindstone. He was an ideas man. He was an ideas man. Yeah, but I yeah uh, maybe a Virgo. I hate to say it. He really could be a Virgo. He's definitely not an air sign because Lord knows we can't fucking think about a single thing for longer than in one day. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) No scholars are Earth signs. Um, that's what I'm learning. Um, um, how are you? Okay. Um, I am moving on from that presidential, (laughs) you know, whatever. I am just fine. I, um, did two extremely Eugene things today, which is one, I got ice cream, which this is the social thing to do in this town is meet me for ice cream in the middle of the day. That's that's the destination and the activity is 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 ice cream. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is the case just in the world outside of what I'm used to, but do people often I don't know, I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, I everyone always wants to meet for ice cream and I'm just like I cannot eat more dairy. It's like I, I anyway. So that was fine. I got a kitty scoop, obviously. And it is funny to me that ice cream has become like um not become, it just is. Um <clears throat> like it's such an it's a it's the most normalized dessert. Yeah. Right. You, know? you don't say let's go get a piece of pie at one PM. I mean I would and I would prefer that, but that's not like a normal uh, let's let's watch each other eat pie. It's like that's like fucked up. Like I don't you know, like yeah yeah. i don't know and like just having like ice cream pints in your house is normal whereas being like oh yeah i'm just carving away at this cake would be seen as strange i would think yeah it's strange yeah i mean maybe it harkens back to a simpler time i mean if you're gonna take me out for ice cream you better be putting a pin on my sweater i don't you know like i I don't want to have a i guess that's a thing I don't want to have an adult conversation while I'm like licking a fucking spoon of dairy. It's weird. I don't, what can we talk about when we're eating ice cream? What we talk about when we talk about eating ice cream? I don't know. I don't know. And I like ice cream. It's fine. I don't, I don't have an opinion one way or the other, except when it involves the basis of an entire social activity. And then I'm, I'm thinking, all right, what's what's after? What's the after party of the ice cream meetup? What's the after? Do you guys know about the after? <laughs> Do you guys know about the after of going to Prince Buckler's? It's pretty cool. It's a little tradition here in Eugene. It's called going back to my house and smoking weed. Um, 
Anyway, so I did that, but then I also did a thing, which is there's this thing that everybody hikes here, and everyone fucking talks about it all the fucking time. Oh, have you gone up to Spencer's Butte? It's the Butte. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go in this Butte. I'll go on a hike. Everyone, the grandmas love it. The babies are there. Everyone does it. You see the whole town. It's amazing. Uh, It was a real wake-up call for me, Kelly, because I was bested by Spencer's Butte. I couldn't... I didn't realize... I was bested by the Butte, you could say. And I just... I don't know if I lost, like, 10 pounds of muscle or something, but I'm like... I was like... It it seemed like I had, like, fresh from chemotherapy, just, like, trying to... I, like, I'm, like, really struggling. I was, like, struggling. And then I look behind me, and there's, like, literally elderly people and children just, like, hopping along. And I was, like, what is wrong with me? I had to go get my, like, bone density. I'm, like, I have osteoporosis or something. It's really crazy. Anyways, it was beautiful, I guess. I'll never do it again. It was a fucking nightmare. It's so hard. I That's not a... I, I can't be hiking, hiking, hiking. I just... L.A. hiking, I think, is right. all I can do. Right. That's what I thought it was going to be, because everyone... Oh, talk a big... Everyone goes on this. I thought it was going to be like a kitty trail. I'm about to throw up. I got. I went out for ice cream, and now I'm going up a fucking... Oh, oh you did that in the wrong sequence, I think. Maybe well, I didn't problem. know... I thought it would be a stroll and I had my little hat on. I thought it would be cute and like a crop top on. And then I'm like, oh my God, I cannot, I might not make it. I might not make, you might (laughs) might have to leave me for dead. I literally was like, I don't know if I can go to the top. And Ted's like, okay, you just have to, like, we're here. Like, what are you saying? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, (laughs) doing great in every, every respect. Wonderful. We're happy to hear that, Lillian. The <laughs> listeners and I are happy to hear that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, we have a fun topic for you all. We surely do. <laughs> I actually on. am really interested to see how this goes. I think it's good. I mean, I guess. No, no, I not am. in a like, I don't know if this <laughs> is going to be good or not. I just meant like it's to me, it's interesting. So I'm like, which way are we going to take it? This is the fun part of this podcast. I I don't know. We come together and magic happens, but I don't know what it's going to look like until it does. Until it, until it happens. Yeah. Um. So there's this piece in Eater uh, by Erica Adams. Um, and I just have to say... This is one of the most, like, interesting and bizarre mm-hmm. tone. The, the tone of this piece, every, almost every turn it took, I was like, what? The, I was reading it in bed, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It was great. Um, and also not, you know, including the headline of this, which is, <laughs> mm-hmm. we asked an actual shaker what he thinks of New York's shaker food scene. He said, nay. <laughs> said nay <laughs> which i just love the like buzzfeed like we got an actual shaker to tell us i'm like what i have a thousand questions and i haven't even started reading which you know obviously was their intention but incredible incredible actually concept. weirdly shakerism perfectly fits into the sort of like low effort uh media model that we're currently kind of operating with where like 
I'm not trying to, you know, democracy dies in the darkness, whatever. But (laughs) these journalists, you know, they don't, they just start typing stuff into Google like you and me. And, but shaker, there's only two shakers in the United States. Hey, wake up call, America. There are only two shakers left. And so perfectly fits it. Like, all you have to do is literally just be like, shakers. (laughs) And you're gonna get one of them on the line. You're gonna get brother Arnold Had on the horn. And he's gonna tell you what he thinks about New York's hottest new shaker restaurant. It's like, you're bringing in this elderly virgin to talk about... Yeah. New York's food scene. Fascinating concept. Let's see how it plays out. Um, Really cool stuff. Um, Shaker, I don't know. Do we need to, I don't know that much about Shaker, you know, culture. But I mean, if I feel like, I feel like, and I might've been imagining this, but you, I feel like you talk about Shakers a good bit. I do sometimes talk about them. I find them very interesting. But all those, um, all those kind of, um, like offshoots of like intensely Protestant mm-hmm. um, communities and like, and it's interesting to me almost like how long they've survived because it's not like Calvinism or something, which I guess right. has just been, you know, transmuted into our culture, but like, it's like the Amana colonies shakers, even that there are still two shakers. That's pretty crazy. I went to a Quaker college. The Quakers are thriving mm. and, um, I don't Knock know. Knock that just, Q off. Put an S. Let's hey, go. Put an S. But yeah, Shakers. Well, part of the problem with Shakers and and one of the the biggest struggles is that it is a fully abstinent right life, and so you just have to do a lot more recruitment work. Whereas like other religious traditions, it's a natural sort of built in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your family does it, and you just go like, yeah, I guess I'll do it too. The thing um, that you, you're you going to want to think about when you are founding a religion is sort of how quickly the buck stops. And, you right. Know, and, if you're going to um, start uh, <laughs> any sort of like sect, uh, mm-hmm. cults, mm-hmm. Uh, these types of things... Well, for cults specifically, it's sex all about is always sex. a huge draw. Yeah, they've got it figured out. <laughs> they have it figured out. <laughs> Shakers might want to get take a go... page from Rajneesh Puram and <laughs> yeah. fucking go let's on go. TikTok, figure it out. <laughs> Come on. But actually, Shakers, they should actually get on TikTok because famously, young people don't have sex anymore, and so they could just. They're already doing the shaker stuff. I think it's they primed, like, primed for a revival movement. Okay. Everyone's here's upstate anyways. Yeah. Go on, like, hashtag West Elm. Everyone has problems. West Elm yeah. cannot deliver furniture. Like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't happen. It mm-hmm. takes nine Yeah, people months. get mad. Mm-hmm. People get mad. Find the people who are making TikToks. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. Reach out to them. I've got furniture for you. It's gorgeous. It's high quality. You have to make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are you not having sex? No problem. That fits right in. Yeah. With our I like that. I really like that. Brother say, Arnold. Do you value uh, a form of a function or the other way around? Multiple choice. Just choose, just tell me which just what comes to your mind. Which which one's first? And odds are... Well, I would argue the shaker has a sort of 
Weimarian kind of the Bauhaus, you know, it's it's form and function. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like they're they're famously like, no, it's just a, it's a fucking chair. Yes, but they. I mean, it's, it's been. It's we now all agree it's an beautiful. aesthetic. Well, yeah. of course. Of course. I have a shaker box in my living room at this I moment. Think, I think also that's part the um Art Institute of Chicago has a big collection of shaker furniture. So you're familiar. You're I'm familiar. familiar. I'm familiar. Um, They're very tall. Yeah. You got to have strong backs. Yeah. If you're not I don't know, you, I don't know what I was going. I was going to make something up about that, but I couldn't do it in time. Um, um, maybe if you're like hunched, you're already closer to jacking off. Yeah, it was going to be something sexual, but I couldn't make it. Yeah, that mm. that could work. Yeah, that yeah. Works, right? Okay. Yeah. Because your hands yeah, are like I... almost in your pants. You're like, they're almost like, in your how do, now how do you sit <laughs> in regards to your genitals? <laughs> let me kind of, let me think this out. Um... <laughs> you're like over the insight and, and, um, and I go like this. Normally, how do I do that? Well, okay, <clears throat> so I'm so already I'm like I already I'm completely I'm in I'm I'm in with the concept I'm in with everything with this interview, um, and this brother Arnold's elder brother Arnold or whatever is surprisingly game for this interview in a way that I just wouldn't th- you just wouldn't think would happen. I do think. You gotta, you probably have to have such a good sense of humor it's to be true. a virgin <laughs> into adulthood. You know what I mean? You gotta, you really gotta let some water roll off your back. That's really true because everybody knows you're a virgin. It's not <laughs> right. even a secret. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's just, and every, literally everybody else is having sex. Like you have to laugh at that. Come on. Come on. I bet he's got a million little quips that he brings out at parties it's, when people. Yeah. <laughs> when he's fucking in. When he comes to New York and he's in the bars. <laughs> you know he is yucking it up. I mean, it's not like me when I go through a dry spell and I'm just getting more and more bitter. Because it's like, I'm, he's just like, it's, this is, he's it's, like, it's no, it's not. I've, I've figured it out. I make beautiful furniture and I fucking have some chicken like okay right sounds and great he said, i prefer veal but guess what i don't need it anymore it's fine that's you know what that's ethical so <clears throat> this place there's a and i admit i i'm ignorant to the fact i didn't know that there were multiple praiseworthy shaker inspired restaurants in new york right now. Oh, i had yeah. no idea that that was that had happened um shows how off the off the i don't know mark i am but Jody Williams and and Rita Sodi uh, are evil, and um, <laughs> they, especially old Jody, and this is not firsthand information, but this is information from someone who has intimate knowledge, and uh, you might imagine the people who run Via Carota and Bavette are evil, um, but. So they're they're behind one of these projects, and it is actually. Can I just say real quick, I. Dipping back into New York food media, as I do for this podcast, I'm like, was it always this fucked up and twisted and obnoxious? Not this piece specifically, but like the general things we're reporting on and some of the other pieces. Is it always this 
demented? I, I, I'm, I'm, I find myself being shocked and I'm like, am I just getting out of touch and I'm being, I'm separate from it now? Or I'm like, or is it just twisted right now? I think it's twisted. I would say twisted. Okay. Oh my I would fucking say twisted. God. I mean, yeah. So those two are the commerce in, which I think is, is the most prominent sort of shaker, mm-hmm. um, inspired downtown restaurant, which I would say Pete Wells's review also was like decidedly mixed. I don't know if I you read, read it. it. Some things he was like good. Some things he was really like bad. The comment section of that was absolutely popping off. Not really. Sh- I couldn't tell what people what the were vibe feeling. Was. Like uh, first of all, a <laughs> lot of people sort of like like someone commented and they were like replace shaker with any other like ethnic or religious minority doesn't feel so good to read now does it and it's like i don't know that we need to like kind of protect the i don't know that the shakers need to be protected from cultural appropriation no i i i don't think so (laughs) i think i i think it's fine i think it's okay that you can actually why don't you ask them you can ask there's two people give them a call Give him a call. You literally can find out how they feel. did say nay. He did say nay. But then again, a horse is probably his best friend. (laughs) If I had to guess, if I had to take a wager on who his best friend was. So, I mean, here's the thing. Obviously, Shaker cuisine is not going to be a buzzy restaurant in New York City worthy, right, at its core, because it is a a simple, modest, you know, functional food. Actually, the hymn, Tis a Gift to be Simple, is a shaker Mm -hmm. hymn. And it is a gift to be simple. Tis a gift to be wise, plain. What is it? To be free? Tis a gift to be... be... Free. I think free. Well, anyway... Um, another thing that I do respect about the Shakers is like, <clears throat> I think most, this is not any novel. I mean, this is what Martin Luther's whole bit was about. Um, <laughs> his closer, very you little... wouldn't imagine. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's very little mo- uh, modesty in, in most Christian traditions. And, um, the Shakers are, it seems quite a modest people and certainly modest numbers. And um, <laughs> they, so yeah, he was like, we just, it's it's simple food. Although he did say his favorite dish was a masala. I thought he said it was mayo chicken. Well, there were there was a mayo chicken mentioned, but I think he said for his birthday he likes a masala. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. The yeah, mayo right. chicken recipe, I was like, I might try that. I know, me too. I was like, that sounds good. And I've had people say, you put mayonnaise in the oven, to which I say, you've never had a dip. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, people, just shut the fuck. You're not, you're not invited to my fucking Lillian Devane-themed restaurant, okay? Um, but for this restaurant, it just sounds, I mean, I don't know the, the whole menu, but okay, so there's like a prayer booklet menu, which I'm already like, this is... T- this seems to me like fucking what's that place called? God damn it, Lillian. What is that? What is that overwrought fucking cocktail bar in New York that was like not Death and Company? Oh, um, Black Rabbit is that the name of it? Oh, Dead Rabbit. Dead Rabbit. Dead Rabbit. This this I think it closed. I think it is a Dead Rabbit. <sighs> Good. The yeah, prayer booklet menu. I'm like that seems to me like a very dated type of 
do you know what I'm saying? The like over like the concept restaurant kind of thing is like I think it is one of those things where like and I think to Brother Arnold's point, he said Erica Adams was like, Why do you think Shaker food is like having this moment in the sun, as it were? And he was like, Well, I think it's like you've yeah. taken haute cuisine, however you consider that, like as far as it can go. Yeah. And like we saw sushi restaurants. There was that year that like the Michelin guide gave out stars to every sushi restaurant in New York. And yeah. then it was uh there was a steakhouse revival. Mm-hmm. And I think this is like, okay, like we've we've gone, we've done Lux, we've done we've done this as to death. And now we're like the cakes that so offended Lillian. We're going back to just a slab of meat on a plate. It's just there's beans and there's the mess. beans. The thirty dollar bowl of beans. I I am begging people to stop. I ca- I can't see it anymore. I love beans and I eat beans all the fucking time. But yep. I the austerity. The I can't like and and again also I buy into this aesthetic a hundred percent. You know I love that fucking store Salter House. I just look at it every single day and I'm like I wish I could afford these bloomers. I wish my house had tiny brooms in it. I wish I had a small child with like an embroidered like frock. Like I fucking love it. I wish. Wait, can I interject? Yeah, please. Please stop me. Yes. Did you know the CEO, former CEO of The Wing? The founder yeah. of The Wing? Yeah, sure. I forget her name right now. Girl boss number 1. Audrey Gelbert or something? Abigail Doesn't Breslin? Matter. Doesn't matter. Um she started a home goods store in New York that is like <laughs> it's a high concept home goods store where it's like this home goods store is actually a home goods store in a fictional town in England for the people of London to escape they go to the countryside to this fictional town and this is a home goods store in that fictional town and that's the concept of her store is this a psychiatric <laughs> hospital that she I, is allowed to like live out her like <laughs> de- it delusional? It really is. It really has Samara vibes, but um, <clears throat> no, it's but, a couple but, hill. But but no, it, but yeah, say no more. It's the same thing. Same thing. Um, maybe it's the same place that I love. I mean, who knows? You know. Uh, no, this opened last week. <laughs> Okay, no, never mind. Um, I'm glad I didn't get duped into the like villa within a village within a <laughs> port. I mean, I was like, should I go? Because I was like, well, I like it, but I think it's a little like, I, it's a little too twee and a little less kitsch than I like. I see. I see. It's like yeah, like pictures of rabbits in collars. You know yeah, I mean? that's almost what I like, but not. Um, yeah. I don't have I don't have children. Yeah, it can go, like I'm like, give me a crisp like little tun a tunic with a, you know, little Edwardian collar. Yes, right. I'm loving that. But you go too far, and then we're talking about I don't know, like bees as imagery. Bees don't even speak to me about bees. them. Let them die, I say. Um, yeah, I don't want like a Beatrix Potter, but like no, if you no. had figurines of rabbits 
Yeah. Depending on the style, I would like that. But I don't want to see... Go back to the rabbit conversation from last week. Yeah, Um, that's true. They're heavy on the mind. No, I'm with you. No, I... So, yeah, I mean, basically these this shaker food is is not in fact shaker food it's simply inspired by like i don't know a bare room with some wooden chairs like somebody just said take i'm gonna go to this room in my mind and then i would think these people would eat beans like that's literally what they're doing it just doesn't it's just a it's just a a an an on-trend aesthetic at the moment and i don't think it has anything to do which which again i'm on board with i partake in but no it is very much like yeah, it's like you slash slash straight up Cape Cod. They're yeah, like it's a little clam Cape Cod. chowder, it's just like lobster. North, yeah. I'm like, what's going on? It's a true, it's a true embrace of like the Northeast. But it's like yeah, like Shaker is like they've gone really specific when it when it's actually really general. Exactly. In describing right. like this, also Brother Arnold, another lol from Brother Arnold. Um, they were like, well, did you have this style of baked beans? And he was like. I mean, everyone does. I said, drag them. Drag them, <clears throat> So He's like, we we only had dessert on Christmas. It was just plums mushed into a tin. And it was amazing. And I was <laughs> and like, And then he okay. was like, I can't describe it. It was plums in sort of a custard, not sweet, delicious. He's <laughs> like, okay. You survived a war. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, it's just very, I don't know, it is very fascinating, and it's just funny to have, obviously, it's just such a fucking joke to have this, like, luxury restaurant with a prayer booklet and a bowl of beans. I just, it's, the whole thing is such a fucking joke. It's, like, so, it's so fucking comical to me. I get, and I don't want to be one of those people, I'm scared that I've, I've lost the magic of New York where I would buy into stuff like this. Because now I'm like, am I, I going to be one of those people that hates on a, New York? I have a friend and someone I consider not dumb who was, like, I loved the conversation and was, like, genuinely we should go. Having said that, the bar that she works at is one of the craziest places I've ever gone. Because it's just like in Fidei and like nothing has speed pours on it. It's one of those bars where like it's like a cocktail bar and like part of them being like we're good at this is that every time they open a bottle they have to take the lid off the bottle. I hate that. I hate watching bartenders do that. Yeah, this isn't a this is an old timey saloon where all of us have all afternoon to kill because we're like in the middle of riding between towns. Like, put a speed pourer on it. Let's go. It's also like, I, I you're giving them carpal tunnel. <laughs> yes, you are. You are being ableist. <laughs> you're um, being ableist. Future. I just can I just do a quick um, a quick quote from from our from our uh, friend our yeah. shaker friend yeah. um just be to get the reaction from the interviewer i think it's a really great one so he's talking about chicken <clears throat> um uh-huh. talking uh-huh. about how killing chickens right so he says uh so we had two sets of chickens always working their way through they would take the whole day off talking about the shakers the men would cut off the chickens heads and the sisters and the girls would gather in the washroom they would pluck them and dress them and then would go down the hall to a separate room called the canning room and they were put up in two quart jars. So talking about canning chicken and just this interviewer goes, I see. 
is that still <laughs> happening? And he says, nay, no. the sisters got out of the egg business and the chicken canning business. I'm just like, I just, it's so, it is so fascinating to have this guy have this like reflective and like this sense of history, but he's not, maybe it is the way just to not have sex and to eat canned chicken. I don't know. He's just like, this is the way it is. This is the way it was. This is the way it will be. And yes, this yeah. is how I feel about it. He's like, he doesn't seem like he has any of these strong... I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe he doesn't eat spicy food, so he's not all riled up. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I could see it working for me. I was going to say, I feel like, whatever her name is, Sister Anne, the original, she was like, no, 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 we're going to be flopping around and doing crazy dances, but we're not having sex, and everyone yeah, sit down. I relate to the sisters who were like, no more chicken canning. And then yeah, they we're tore done. down, and he said... <clears throat> Most buildings kind of stick around here, and the sisters made sure they tore down the chicken coops immediately. <laughs> they were like, no we're, fucking no. way. Yeah, I mean, ugh, I just love it. I just love the... This was great. This was a great journey, and I'm, I'm thankful to Erica. I would love Erica. to, like, be... Yeah, I would love to be part of, like, such a long tradition and something that's so obviously dying out, but, like who cares that mm-hmm. like you can be philosophical, but also, you know what I mean? Like I love his attitude because I it's not, too. you know what I mean? He's not talking about like the death of like. Like a dying language of indigenous people. Right, that's exactly. like, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and not I dying. I was trying to like, think how to say that without um, coming across stupid. So I'm, you said it smart. <laughs> no, it's because I have to talk about that all day long. Um, I have to talk about it. So. I have to. Um, um, you know, like, it's like, it's okay. It's okay that the Shakers are dying out. Like, we're not talking about, like, a genocide. No, and he's like, I'm seeing heaven, so I'm not fucking worried about it. <laughs> yeah, um, that is true. He is he's going like, straight to heaven. He is, like, fucking fast, fast-tracked. <laughs> um, also... Last thing is that he there's already been a shaker inspired restaurant in Manhattan like in the eighties, which I was like, I love I love the whole also, scene that this guy's like, I've seen it all, babe. I loved that like they brought down one of the sisters and she was like mixing it up. And yes. he was like and he was like, yes. she liked it. Like it's like also that, like I was like, these people One of the like- sisters, the other sister. Right. Like <laughs> well, yeah. His sister. Um she was like in New York mixing it up with James Beard with all these chefs and like he was like yeah she liked it like she wasn't they're not such an austere people that they can't be inside New York City yeah she he was like I don't know if she wanted to come back but she did like he was just like yeah I know I'm like okay so this again doesn't sound so bad I can go kind of be the life of the party and then go home to a plum thing that I eat once a year. I don't know. I could make that work. I could. I could. I keep, could just keep a just keep me. a diary and to get all those frustrations out. Sexually, just any kind of frustration with the oh, adjustment okay. period. The adjustment period would be hard. The adjustment period, would, I think. But then I don't know. Hopefully, someone just puts a baby on your doorstep, and then you have something to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I hope so. Put one up on one of those safe haven signs like they have on fire department. 
doors, you know, on yeah, the, the firehouse true. and say, drop your baby off. No questions asked for the shakers. Yeah. They should. Why? Yeah. Why don't the shakers just start taking in the safe haven babies? They need a better PR team. They need I some strategists. They need a strategist. I'm ready to Don Draper this shit. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, shakers. Well, get me a couple of slides. I'm going to stand up there. I'll carousel the fuck out Are of this shit. Are you kidding me? Come when on. I would get the dollar from the John's pocket. <laughs> Come on. Shakerism about two things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways. Well, um... Ugh, God. I mean, what? I'm sure you saw the clips, but of... Um... Uh, yeah, R.I.P. Don, my boy! <sighs> the best... When he says... Who cares? One of my favorite oh. moments of that show. To Pete Campbell. To one Pete Campbell. Oh, um, beautiful. Beautiful show. One of our shows we bonded over when we were first friends. And um, I, it's still brings me joy. And someone said this on Twitter about some of those clips that they were like, this is when prestige TV was a lot of fun. And yes. Like, it was like, we're going to make Vincent Carthizer. We're shaving his head all fucked up. He's going bald. And he's saying yes. California. Yeah, he sure we're is. Laugh. And, <laughs> and the, if a couple writers have to get sexually harassed, so fucking be it. So fucking be it. I don't care. Um, right? Okay. Um, sure. We do have a new patron. Um, okay, great. <laughs> okay, great. Welcome um, to the fold. Maddie. I hope you get what you pay for, and welcome, and, and there thank will you. Be, there will be a new newsletter this week. Newsletter, we're doing a full, I'm going to make time for it, because you you make time for the things that are important to you, and what's important to me is talking about the fucking, this Johnny Depp stuff is, like, beyond dark. dark. We will make it good to our, we'll make it entertaining. It's not an entertaining subject, but I am unnerved by what I see on the internet to the extent I I have some ideas and I know some things that are going on about it but it is unlike anything I've ever seen like I don't think anybody's seen anything like this before and it is so fucking terrifying and you if the people I see talking about it I'm shocked and I also am horrified that these are the kind of people who say, oh, I, well, I would never be in a cult. Oh, I would never fall for pop- propaganda. I would Guess never become what, a bitch? shaker. I, oh, I would never be eating canned chicken by myself in a room, <laughs> sitting on a wooden chair. See, Guess sleeping what? Sleeping in single-sex barracks at the end after <laughs> Not being able to pass a woman on the stairs? Okay, well, guess what? You are, because you are literally talking about Johnny Depp's innocence on Twitter? Mm-mm. I... Anyways, we'll talk about it more on the Patreon, but that's a little taste. That's not funny or interesting, but it will be by the time we get to it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, but I just had to make my opinion known because I haven't said it in public because it doesn't matter and it's stupid yes. to talk about. It's also but... a preview if you're kind of not like that, if you're a Johnny Depp defender for whatever reason. None of our patrons fucking Hit the bricks. That. No, I, I hope not. And if you do, let, hear us out. If you do, let us speak first. Put us on trial. Let us speak first. Maybe you're not inclined to let women speak first, but (laughs) give us a shot. Hey, believe women when we they have a Patreon episode (laughs) and they're telling you to pay for it. (laughs) Yeah, and it doesn't have a trigger warning. 
Okay. Um, no, it does. Okay. It does. So it does. we just gave you one. We just that's the trigger warning, and I'm not making fun of it because it's real. Okay. Everyone, I hope that you have a really lovely weekend or a week whenever you listen to this podcast. And thank you for tuning in as always. Love ya. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.